second. Anthony McMahon away. At the line for his second free throw. And it was to the right, but it's rebounded by Elam. So an extra possession coming here for the Indians. McMahon away will have it here at the volleyball line. Now over to Radel. Radel has it. He spins around and gives it off to Davis. Davis has it back out to McManaway. Over to Elam here. Now we got five to go in the quarter. Radel with it. He'll dribble and hand off to Elam. Long three-pointer is good. Another three for Elam. He's third three already. 31-10. Yeah, 11 points. And it's going to be knocked out, and it's going to be actually off of no one but Vandalia. So it'll be Altamont basketball. So Kata Miller will check back in. Melville, McMahon away. And Elam will take a seat. Eli comes back in. And the started yard house as well. Eli has it. Over on the right side now to Yarhouse. Yarhouse down low. They tried to get it to Caden Miller, but it was picked off by Vandalia. Vandals the other way. And drives the baseline. The shot is good. There by Statchen. And it's 31 to 12. And Radel had it almost knocked away, and he's going to get called for the travel. All of a sudden, a couple of turnovers for Altamont gives it back to the Vandals. Yeah, that's the third Altamont turnover this uh, this quarter after having none in the, none in the first quarter. While uh, Vandalia's got 12 turnovers so far for the game, matching their point total, 12 points. So Robbins will check back in uh, for Vandalia. And some perspiration on the floor, so we'll get that wiped up. We got three or four eleven to go here in the second quarter. Thirty-one to twelve, Altamont with the lead. But a couple of turnovers here gives the ball to the Vandals. And so now we're good to go with everything wiped up. Brandon looks inbound the ball, can't find anyone open, and it's going to be fumbled out of bounds by McCarty, and it'll be Altamont ball again. Things just can't seem to go right tonight here for, uh, for Vandalia. They're down uh, 19 points. And so Eli will get into Kata Miller. Now over to Elam. Elam for three straight on. Can't get it to fall. Rebounded by Brandon. Brandon has it. Back out. Swing things over there on the right side to Robbins. Robbins will drive on the baseline. And back out to Brandon in the corner for three. It's good. Flashed home by Brandon, and it's 31 to 15. Sierra House with it on the left side. Now over to Elam. Elam with it in between the circles. Now gives it over to Caden Miller. Fakes the handoff, and it now a handoff to Eli. Eli drives, sitting in the lane, and he's in the travel. And so it's back over to Vandelia. Uh, a lot of back and forth here in this uh, second second quarter. Uh, Alamont's been stuck on 31 here for, for a few minutes. And a little bit of a scoring drought going on. Yeah. The Pew checks back in uh, for Vandalia on the 
Dead ball. Robbins for three. Good. Here come the Vandals. Dana Robbins with his first field goal. And it's 31 to 18. Eli with that at the top of the key now to three minutes to go in the half. Elam with it in between the circles. Started by Robbins. And Elam behind the back dribble. Gives off to Caden. High pass, but he got it down anyways, and he put it up and in. Caden's got 10. It's 33-18. Thatching the other way. High pass, but McCarty somehow caught it. Backdoor cut by DePew. Layup is good. That was a nice backdoor cut there by DePew. And nice job for McCarty to find him. Ran, ran it to perfection there. DePew's first point. 33-20. Elam with it. Spinning around. I thought about putting up the shot, but again, it goes back out to Yarhouse. Yarrell kind of knocked away, but he got his own uh, dribble back. And now it swings things here, working it over to Davis. Davis drives, puts it up, short. And rebounded by Brandon. And it's going to be tipped by Kata Miller. It's saved behind his back into the hands of Elam. Finds Miller streaking down the court. No, but he is fouled. So there's going to be two fouls coming. Two foul shots coming for Kata Miller. What a save there by Caden throwing it behind his back. Somehow finding it. Yeah, I'll That was that was a heck of a heck of a save there. As that foul's on uh, Wade Brandon for Vandalia, his third. And Miller free throw will be up and it's good. And so that gives Caden eleven. At least 34 to 20. Yarhouse, Eli Miller take a seat. And McManaway and Melville come back in. Caden Miller, free throw. Second one is good. Two for two there. He's got 12 in the lead. 35 to 20. 15 on Krausbaum. Now they get over to Satchin. In the corner now. Back to Robbins. Back to Action down low, puts up the turnaround jumper, is off, no good. There by Whitehead. He found it by Altamont. McManaway, no one picks him up. Layup, no. Miller with the follow, though, is good. McCain's got 14, and it's 37 to 20. And Vandalia wants to call a timeout. We'll be back in 30. You're listening to Indians basketball on Jack Event. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here at Altamont High School, 37-20, and Vandalia took another T.O. there. And DePue had it blocked while they're Both guys were there for Altamont, but a foul of who they're going to give it to. 
It's a Melville. It's like. That's his first team second of the quarter. And it'll be a shooting foul for Connor DePew, so he'll go to the line. Free throw up is no good. It's still a 37-20 game, minute 29 remaining in the first half. Second foul shot is, oh, yeah, I thought it was going to be no good, but took a high bounce off the back and then it fell in. So it's 37-21. And Elam with it, trying for the back door, but it was denied over to McManaway. Now to Melville here at the volleyball line. He picks up the screen from McManaway, and Melville's going to take the free throw line jumper. Good. Melville with his first field goal. And it's 39-21. Starchin with the strong drive. Can't get it to fall. And rebounded by Kaden Miller. Under a minute to go. Elam with the three ball. Can't get it to fall. Rebounded by Robin. Starchin will bring it up with 45 seconds to go. Robin thought about a three, but it gives it out to the pew on the left side. Now the pew has it over to Whitehead. Whitehead picked it up and nearly stolen away by Kata Miller, but Robin is free for three. Short, but rebounded by Starchin. 18, 28 seconds left, and it's going to be picked off. Picked off by KD. And he runs the other way, and it's going to be a, a quick timeout for Coach Nieberge. And so we'll take a timeout as well. We'll be back in 30. And listening now to my name's basketball, Jack Evans. Based out of Altima, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont High School. 23.4 seconds left here in the first half. And at that time, it was Coach Niebergi calling the timeout before Altamont could get it all the way up the floor. Halftime will... See if we can track down on some other scores from around the area. And we'll take a look at the schedule for the weekend as well as coming. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on in our family of networks. Cumberland's over there in action on WCRA. We also have the Pac-12 Championship as well. Might be the game. But here is Melville with the basketball with 15 seconds left. Melville picks it up. Needs some help. Finds Elam with 10 seconds left. Still has it here close to the half-court line. Five seconds left. Got to go. Elam drives, and he's going to get it. Miscommunication there to Pew. To Pew can't get a shot off, so that'll do it. That'll do it for the first half. After one half of play, Southmont 39, Vandalia 21. And we'll be back in a few minutes for the first half statistics as well as the halftime report. So you're listening out to my Indians basketball on Jack FM. 
We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back in to Altamont High School. Your halftime 39-21 lead for the Indians here at the half. Really the story of that first half was defined by all those Vandalia turnovers there in the first half. They had quite a few of them and a vintage Altamont offense turning those points those turnovers and the two will point. And then Altamont, they didn't have a lot of turnovers there in the first quarter, but then the turnovers came there into the second quarter. And that's kind of what Vandalia has allowed them to come back in to this game a little bit. As 
you know, it's still an 18-point game. And uh, Altamont's actually extended it a little bit. Uh, but, you know, the Indians started to get uh, the turnovers piling up there into the second quarter for Vandalia to get back into it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. A lot, lot of turnovers there in the uh, lot of turnovers there in the uh, first first half for Vandalia. I got them down for 15. Uh, I think they had eight, eight in that first quarter, eight in that first quarter alone. So they had seven in the second quarter. Almont uh, didn't have any turnovers in the first quarter. They had five there in the, the second quarter. They are up uh, 18 points though here at, uh, here at home against uh, Vandalia. Uh, a great, great out, great out of uh, effort all, all the way around. A lot of different players have uh, chipped in, chipped in here tonight. And uh, let's go over some stats here. First for first for Vandalia, Isaac, Isaac Thatchen is uh, two for four from the field, one for one from three point range with uh, seven points. Uh, Barty is uh, one for two from the free throw line with one point. Hughes one for two from the field. And one for two from the uh, free throw line for three points. Uh, Brandon is one for one from the field and one for two from the three point range with five points. And uh, Tanner Robbins is one for two from the field, one for one from the three point range. And he's got uh, he's got uh, five five points. And uh, that's team that's team for Vandalia. They're four for eight from the free throw line. And three for five, three for five from three, and five for ten from the field for fifty percent, with only twenty-one points. For Alamont, Alan Yarhouse, he's uh, over two from the free throw line. Caden Davis, over one from the field. Eli Miller, two for five from the field, and over one from three-point range. He's got the. Uh, Two, free, two for two from the free throw line. He's got six points. Dylan Needham, one for two from the field. And three for six from three-point range. And he's got 11, 11 points. Delville, he's uh, one, one for two from the field. And one for two from free throw line with three points. Isaac Manway is over three from the field. Over one from three-point range. And five for six. Seven and two for two from the free throw line for his 14 points for a total of 39. As leads it here at halftime, 39 to, uh, to 21, and uh, just a lot, like I said, a lot of good things, a lot of good things happening for for Aldermont, and they're they're pretty well in control of the game. And uh, you know, for Vandalia, definitely the they they got to they got uh, to stop those turnovers and you know slow. Maybe slow, slow the play, slow their play down. Maybe just, just a little bit. I know they take it, take it up there kind of fast and tend to lose, tend to lose control of the ball. I saw, I saw a few of their turnovers have happened, happened tonight. So maybe if they can track that. Maybe they'll be uh, better, better here in the second half. But uh, right now, Altamont is enjoying the uh, 18-point lead and uh, the 
16 minutes away from being uh being three three and zero here. So we'll uh, we'll let you know what happens here in the uh, second half. Get the laundry pair that you can use to conquer pet hair like a pro with the Maytag Pet Pro system. The built-in Pet Pro filter in the washer visibly removes pet hair on any cycle while the extra-large lint trap in the dryer traps and removes additional pet hair. Visit Rogers Home Appliances today to see how the Maytag Pet Pro system works. Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Based out of Altima, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont. 39-21, your score at halftime. And Altamont has uh, the lead here. And uh, they will start off, or actually Vandalia will start off with the basketball. I don't really know how you would score that in the possession arrow of how the game started. with Miller won the tip-off, but it was Vandalia right to... Right to them. So uh, the Vandals will start out the second half. We'll switch into the floor. They're going right to left on your radio dial. And uh, there'll be a Brandon with the basketball. Starters out there on the floor for the Vandals. That's the Pew, Robbins, Starchin, and also they have uh, Elder there. The starters for uh, Vandalia. And they're going to start with a uh, loose ball and went out of bounds. So they'll stay right here with Vandalia. As Elder quickly gets into Brandon, short little hook shot is up and good. And so the first points of the second half go to the Vandals, 39-23. All five starters out there on the floor for Altamont, and Eli Miller is going to take the short little layup. It's going to be missed and rebounded by Vandalia. It's going to be Robin trying to get position on Miller, and it's no good. Rebounded by Kaden Miller. As Kata Miller will have it, as they found him uh, just as he crossed uh, at the three-point three line, and it's going to be a turnover by Altamont as they say he traveled. So it'll be Vandalia with the basketball now. First turnover to have for, for Altamont. And so a little full-court pressure applied, almost knocked away by Elam, and it'll go out of bounds and stays right here at the Vandals. So, Vandalia will get it across the timeline. Get it over there to Brandon on the right wing. Brandon takes up his dribble now. Looking for someone to pass to. Finally hands off to Robbins, and he's going to get fouled on his way to the rim. So 
There's going to be two shots coming up for uh, Robin. Look at foul call number 42, Caden Miller. His first, team's first. It's like Caden Parsley. Parsley blocked that one, too. I heard it up here. Got get some ball there, but got some body contact as well. Robbins missed a foul shot. So it stays 39-23. Robbins free throw up and good. So one for two at the line on for Tanner. Makes it 39-24. And McMahon away with the ball. And he'll hand off to Akeda Miller. He had it taken away from behind by Depew. And there's going to be a loose ball foul on Elkmont. Kata was trying to get the ball back, but they're going to call the foul. Two quick fouls here early in the second half for Caden uh, Miller. He's trying to uh, go off the ball and call for the foul. That's his second one. And they wiped up the sweat that was on the floor, so back to live action here right in front of the score table is where the inbounds came from. Depew with it here on the right wing. Now Depew with it. Over to a Brandon. Brandon. Now over to a Sarchin. Sarchin with it here up top. They take up a screen from Robbins. They give it to a Robbins. Robbins, free throw line jumper. No good. Rebounded by Big Manaway. And Elam with it on the left side. Elam with it. Now he's out here at the volleyball line, trying to go up against Robbins. Now it's going to be nearly stolen away by Robbins, but there's going to be a foul on the Vandals, so it'll be a inbound play for Altima. That was number 22, Robbins, Vandalia, his second team's first half. And so inbounds nearly is stolen by Robbins, but Elam somehow keeps control of the yard out for three. No good. Rebounded by Brandon. Sargent will get it across half court. Nearly picked off by Kata Miller. Robbins will drive to the hole. He stops. And Eli was ready to stand in there for the charge, but instead it goes over to the pew. Now Brandon, he's open for three. Flashes it home. That didn't touch the rim at all. Nothing but net for Brandon. He's got five in the corner. It's 39-27. All of a sudden, a 6-0 run by Vandelia getting him back in here. Yes, it is. Elam with it on the right side. He'll hand off to McManaway. McManaway with it. No one's guarded him, so he'll take the three. It's off back iron. And the fight for the rebound goes to Elam, though. Back over to Yarhouse. Finds Eli Miller for three. That's short. And it's knocked away by a touch by the Vandals. Thought that Robbins got his hand on that. And indeed, so it'll stay right here with Altamont. McCarty comes back in as well as Whitehead. And I think that's Sergeant A and White and uh, Robbins is taking the seat. Eli Miller going to be inbounding there on the sidelines in front of the black seat. Now Elam gives it back to Eli. Now over to Yarhouse. He's open for three. And it's in. What around the world. And it's down. Alex first points of the night. And I thought that one was going to round out there for a minute. Yeah, finally the second half. The points for Altamont. Now quickly the other way, they find a few down low, and he gets to the shot in the foul with some contact there by Kata Miller. So the Pew will go to the line for the old-fashioned three-point play. 
third foul for Caden Miller. So three quick fouls here. 440 left to go in the third quarter. Hughes and one free throw is good. 42 to 30. Davis will check in, and Kaden Miller will have to take a seat with those three fouls. 440 to go in the third quarter. Now just a 12-point lead for Altamont. Elon will get it across half court. Get a screen up from McMahon away. And now Eli Miller layup is good. And so Eli with two more points for him, and it's 44-30. The Pew finds Whitehead. A layup is good for Whitehead. And it's 44-32. Elam spins around and gives it off to Eli Miller up at the top of the key. Hands off to McManaway. McManaway in the corner to Yarhouse. Yarhouse drives. He picks it up at the free throw line. Dishes it off to McManaway. He drives over to Davis. He fumbles it a little bit, and he can't keep the dribble going and save it. And so it'll go out of bounds. Turnover to Vandalia. Alamont's second turnover uh, of the half. So you got uh, Casey coming back in, and uh, DePew checks out. And it's going to be uh, Brandon with the basketball. They swing things over to a Sargent and check back in on a dead ball as well. Three-pointer is no good by Casey. Rebounded by McBanaway. Elam with it. Crosses over, goes to the hole. Layup is good. Nice looking layup there by Dylan. His first points of the half, and it's 46 to 32. Brandon gets double teamed to pass back out of it to Casey. Casey up top nearly had it poking away, but it goes to Brandon in the corner for three. Again, another three for Brandon. Third three of the night, 46-35. And it's going to be Elam with it here on the right side, under three to go in the third quarter. Elam with it. And as we hear at the volleyball line, it calls up for a screen and gets it. Elam dribbles to his left and picks it up over to a cutting Davis to the rim. No, Eli with the follow is off no good. But I think Miller will be fouled, so Eli Miller will go to the free throw line here. Foul number five, Andrew, Andrew Casey, his third team second in the quarter. And so Eli will be at the line for two. Free throw up is good. Got three. In the quarter, and it'll go Yarhouse. Elam will take a seat. And Melville. Came back in. And Bradle also checks back in. Eli Miller for his second free throw up, and it's also good. Two for two there. As it'll be 48-35 here with Altamont with the lead. Coming up on 2.30 to go in the quarter. That is Whitehead up top. Trying to hand it off, but it was poked away by McManaway. Still loose, and Radle trying to grab a hold of it, and there's going to be a ball, and there's going to be a foul on the Vandals. And it'll go Altamont. 
basketball. Fouls on number one, Isaac Sackin, his second team's third of the quarter. So, Elam, like he uh, took a seat and uh, about it to McManaway. McManaway, yeah, throw across the timeline. McManaway has it. He'll hand off to Eli on the right side. Eli hands off to Melville. Melville will go over to McManaway. McManaway out to Eli Miller, over to Melville here on the right. Back to Eli up at the top of the circle. Two minutes to go. Eli drives, floater in the lane, short, and the rebound. Touched by McManaway, but the Vandals finally get a hold of it. That's Elder who came away with it. Brandon layup off as he drove baseline. Rebounded by Radle. Quickly up the floor for Altamont. McManaway drives, and it's going to be an offensive foul, I believe. As Radle was trying to clear a pass for McManaway's layup, and they called Ben there for the foul. A moving screen. So, it'll be a Vandalia basketball. Third foul on Ben Radle. Team's fourth in the quarter. And Elam checked back in. And it was Eli Miller who checked out. And it's going to be a layup good for Satchin. And it's 48-37. Elam cross-court pass. Dangerous there. It's going to be Davis off with a three-pointer. And rebounded by Vandelia. Brandon might actually take a shot in the eye. And the other way. It's going to be no good for Robin. And Robin's going to go to the free throw line again. And he's shooting two free throws here. And, yep, that's going to go on Radel. Radel scores. Two quick back-to-back fouls there. Yeah. So, Vandalia, the free throw is good. They say they can cut it down to a single-digit game, the closest they've been in a while. Radle will take a seat. Caden Miller will check back in. Coming up on a minute nine to go, and Robin can't cut it to single digits. Missed the free throw. Rebounded by Elam. Coming up on a minute to go in the third quarter. Osmond still leads by 10, 48-38. Melville with it. He left his layup short, but rebounded by Miller. is blocked. Blocked underneath by the Vandals. I think that was Robbins who blocked that. And he has it. He's going to shoot a three. Back iron. Rebounded by Elam. 42 seconds left. Dylan brings it up quickly. Fires it over to Melville. Melville now gives it back to McManaway. Back to back out here at the volleyball line. To Melville. He'll drive. And he'll stop. And he gives it back off to Elam. Elam fires for three. Good. Three ball. Corner pocket. But Dylan Elam another three. And it's 51-38. And there's going to be a travel by Robbins. He picks up his pivot foot, they say. So it'll be a ball back to Altamont. Melville will take a seat. Eli Miller will check back in. Van Dega's first turnover here in this, uh, this second half. So they, they've definitely cleaned those up. Yeah, they have. They had quite a lot there in the first. 
10 seconds to go. Elam will bring it across the Indians logo here. We got six seconds left. Elam dribbling to his left, and he stops, gets in position, puts it up. No good, and that's going to do it for the third quarter. After three quarters of play, it's Altamont 51, Vandalia 38, and we'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball on Jack FM. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here at Altamont Community High School. Start of the fourth quarter at 51-38. As Altamont will have the ball to start off the final quarter. As it'll be Eli with it. Dribble to the lane. No good. Left it short, but it's rebounded by Yarhouse. Over to Eli Miller for three on the in the wing. No, gets his own miss back. Left his layup short again. Rebound, no by Eli. And it's tipped out, and it's going to be off of the Vandals, they say. So fortunate, Altamont will somehow keep possession. Yeah, very, very fortunate. Our house will take it out. Aiden Miller with foot on the left side. Now over to Elam. Elam with it. Now over to McManaway. McManaway, Elam back to McManaway. He'll drive, puts up the lefty layup, and it's good. The runner is good for our McManaway. And it's 53-38. And it'll be a hook shot missed by Brandon, rebounded by Eli Miller. Eli down to Caden Miller. Backs down his man, Robbins. Turnaround hook shot, good for Caden Miller. And it's going to be a quick steal. And it's going to be a steal there. He also make a layup. Yeah, he did. I had my trying to check down the stats, and Alec picked his pocket and got the steal, in, and then Vandalia called the timeout. So it's 57-38, and a full timeout for the Vandals, so we'll take a timeout as well. And you're listening now to my Indian basketball on Jack Event. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. 
Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Nate Elliott, all of a sudden, with a turnover and a layup there by Yarhouse, finds himself down. They were back in it at one point, but now this time they trail 57 to 38, 19-point lead now for Altamont. Yeah, it was back down to 10, 10 there at one, one point. Yeah. It seems like it wasn't so long ago, but. The Vandals turn it over again. It'll be Altamont with the ball. Altamont did get outscored in that third quarter, 17 to 17 to 12 by Vandalia, but they have the 19-point lead here. Yeah, so they had a, a good third quarter, but it's all going away here in the beginning of the final quarter. Sure is. It's over to Elam. Elam lost it momentarily, but tracked it back down. And that's Elam with it. Drives. This is back out. And they're going to call an offensive foul on Dylan. And so it'll be back over to the Vandals. Foul's on. Dylan Elam his second. He's first of the quarter. So it'll be in. Starting it across half court. And they get it over to the pew. Now they go over to Robbins, and he'll see a starch, and he'll drive baseline, puts up the floater, bounces off, and rebounded by Eli Miller. Baseball toss is picked off. Nice one-handed grab there by Robbins. And it goes over to Brandon. Cross-court pass picked off by McManaway, and he stepped on the line here. Or he's fouled. He's fouled, they say. But a few is the one who bumped McManaway out of bounds. That's Q's first, Q's first. McManaway's got two steals on the ninth as well. And so the Indians will take over here with 5.50 to go in the final quarter. The 19-point lead for the Indians. Eli Miller with it on the right side. Now they go to Akita Miller on the baseline. He spins, drives to his left, and tries to get free. Puts up the tough shot inside. It's up and in for Akita Miller. He's got 18 on the ninth. 59-38, and uh, tried to find a pew in the corner, but instead it was knocked away by Altamont. So it'll be out of bounds. Stays right here with Vandelia. So it'll be a Brandon inbounding in front of the black chairs. The pew over to Robin. Stakes to the left, goes to the right, puts up a tough shot against Keita Miller. Count the basket and the foul. For Tanner Robbins. That was on number 42, Caden Miller. That's his fourth. Second of the second of the quarter. Our house will check out and Davis will check back in. It makes the score 59 to 40. 527 to go in the game. And one free throw for Robbins is off. Tipped out by Caden into the hands of Eli Miller. And now they go over to uh, McManaway. Hands off to Miller. It's Eli. Miller with it over to a Davis trying to find a Kate. Kate and Miller, and it's going to be knocked away by Vandalia as a kick ball. So Altamont will maintain it here. And Eli will inbound it on the baseline. And uh, they get it in over to Davis. Davis fires a three. It's good. 
Carry ball for KD. Caden Davis with a three-pointer at 62 to 40. Cross-court pass there to DePew. DePew's open for three. He answers with a three of his own. Good. Three-point showdown here. That is. 62 to 43. And they jump it down low to Kaden Miller. Puts up the hook shot. It's no good. Rebounded by Sarchin. Quickly up to uh, DePew. And they're going to call a foul on the Indians. Elder. We'll check back in, and Whitehead will take a seat. There's on Eli Miller there, almost knocked away by Caden Miller. Now Robbins with a floater, can't get it to fall, and Caden pulls down the rebound. McManaway has it here, spinning around, puts up the shot, and it's off, but it's going to be a foul on Vandalia. So, Aiden McManaway will go back to the free throw line here. That was number four, Caden DePue, his second, team second of the quarter. Uh, it'll be McManaway at the line. And a free throw is back iron. He can't get it to fall. And so, McManaway will get another one. He was perfect on the night until that free throw. Is the second one this time around. Uh, yep, and it's also no good. So over to that trip. So five for seven there on the night for McManaway at the line. Fires a pass down low to Brandon. Brandon puts up a wild shot off. No good. Rebounded by Eli Miller. Eli hands off to Elam. Now back to Eli Miller for three. Can't get it to fall. Rebounded by DePew. Under four to go now. Quickly up to Robbins, who is streaking in transition. Robbins with the bucket. It's 62 to 45. 3.50 to go in the game. And McManaway with it in between the circles. Backdoor cut to Elam. Elam extra pass to KD for three. Can't get it to fall. And rebounded by Vandelia. Nearly picked off by McManaway. Out of Pew, quickly the other way. Robbins fakes the three, goes inside, and there's going to be a blocking foul on Eli Miller. Eli was trying to slide in there and take the charge. But instead, they're going to call him with a block. That's his fourth foul for Eli Miller. He's fourth on the quarter, so Alamanca, Bradle, Caden Miller, Eli Miller. Yeah. It's four fouls. 325, though, to go in the game. And comes to a lead for Altamont and Robbins missed the free throw. Got to the line quite a bit, but. He hasn't been able to make those. Yeah, he's kind of been inconsistent at the line. Sure. Second free throw is also no good, and it's tipped, and finally the ball goes into the hands of Elam. Elam with it. Nobody picks him up in transition, and he goes all the way. Layup good for Dylan. He's got 18 tonight, and it's 64 to 45. Robbins trying to get free underneath. No, but Brandon with a rebound, and he's going to call the travel as he was falling down. And so he'll go back over to Altamont. Yeah. 
Whitehead checks back in. And I think that Robbins is going to be the one taking a seat. It is. It is. So they'll get the towels out and wipe the floor down again. There we go. I think we're good now. The one getting it in, and Vandalia playing a little full guard pressure here. Three minutes to go in the game. Comfortable lead for Altamont, though. Eli Miller has it in the left corner. Now over to Elam. Elam with it here. Goes by his man, and they try to dish it off to Kata Miller. Instead, there's going to be a foul. Got Dylan on the arm that time. It did Vandalia, so it's going to be an inbound play for Altamont. Fouls on Isaac Sagging, his third. Team's third of the quarter. Inbounds to Kata Miller, puts it up, it's off, and left it short. Get out of by Sarchin. Sarchin comes in transition, off to the pew, back to Sarchin. Jumper, no good. It gets his wrist. This time it's good. So it's back in. And it's 64 to 47. Fanaway gets it across the timeline. Coming up on 2.20 to go. And McManaway dribbles to his left, goes all the way, puts it up, it's good with a running layup for McManaway. And it's 66 to 47. Comes it down low, it's a whitehead, can't get the shot to fall, and Caden Miller with the rebound. Two minutes to go in the game. Caden off to Eli Miller underneath, lets one guy go by, up and in, for Eli Miller. 12.3 lies, 68 to 47. And there's going to be a timeout to get some subs into the game. Postal changes for both the schools. Let's see. Subs coming in for both teams. And let's get some of those. Walker comes in for the Indians. Also, a Meyer in there. So is Ruffner and a Powell's. Another one in there. That's Braden Elam in uh, for Altamont. That is Casey with it. Now over to Carter Robbins. He drives it all the layup. It's good for Carter Robbins. First two points of the night. And uh, that is Powell with it. Giving it over to Braden Elam. Braden drives. Puts up the shot. Can't get it to fall. And there's going to be a foul on the floor, so just out of bounds play here for Altamont. And uh, Quinton Thumball picked up that foul for Vandalia, who's also into the game. Thumball's first, team's fourth in the quarter. And that's another sub for Vandalia. Brady Elder comes back in. As a vandal is shaking up there. That's Walker with the basketball, giving it back over to Powell's with a minute 20 to go. Powell's with it. Now to Braden Elam. He drives, and he puts it up, and he walks with it. A travel. So it'll be a ball to Vandalia. With a minute 10 to go. That's Casey with the basketball here. Casey, dribbling here on the right wing. 
Now they fire cross course over to Yonker. Yonker now up top to Carter Robbins. Now drive, fancy little layup, turn it around. Spin move for Casey. And a 68-51. Yeah, Casey put on a fancy move there. Layup. Uh, thought about a three by Meyer, but it's going to be handed off and stolen away. Running the other way, uh, that is another basket there for Casey. 68-53. Under 30 seconds to go in the game. Powell's will hand off to a Braden Elam. Now Braden with it. He'll drive and had it knocked away and stolen away. And there's going to be a kick ball violation. And uh, Braden took a swipe out of it with his foot, so it'll be out of bounds to Vandelio at 18.9 left. Looks like Altamont will go to a 3-0 and here on the young season, and Vandalia will drop to 1-3. And Altamont staying undefeated here in the early going. Now they get over in the corner to Casey for three. Back iron, no, and it's grabbed there by Ruffner, and that'll do it. That's all she wrote for this one. 68-53, your final score. Altamont with the winner. And uh, we'll be back to wrap this one up. We'll get the final game statistics. And we'll also catch up with uh, Coach Nieberg as well and talk about uh, this win here this evening. 68-53, your final score. Altamont with the winner. And we'll be back to wrap it up. And you're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FN. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Based out of Altima, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. 
We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. Your final score here this evening is Altamont with a win in 68-53. They also took home the winner in the junior varsity contest as well. As they won that one at 62-50. And the varsity, 68-53. The final score here tonight. So Altamont, they improved to 3-0 and on the young season. And Vandalia, they'll drop to 1-2, and 1-3. Uh, Sorry, I just crossed that one out. But uh, Vandalia 1-3 now. The best way to come back from a loss, though, for Vandalia is to get right back at it. As, uh, they're actually going to be in action tomorrow. It's making Meridian there in Vandalia. So... Uh, quickly back at it for them. Altamont back in action on a Tuesday against Newton. A tough road test there for the Indians. But tonight they were victorious. As Vandalia, give them, a, give them credit as they outscored, as we mentioned there in the final quarter, they outscored Altamont 17-12 in that third quarter to get back into it. And they had it down to... I don't know if they ever got back into a single digit, but uh, they called their way back as it was close to a 10-point game, if not a 9-point game. Uh, but uh, they uh, battled back, but ultimately Altamont built up that lead there in the first half with all those turnovers by Vandalia and ended up riding that to the victory uh, here uh, tonight. So, uh, again, uh, Coach Nieberge mentioned it in the game on Cumberland that maybe not Altamont playing their best or their most distinct offensively, but they're still coming out with uh, big wins in the margin of victory column. This one was only 15, but uh, they've had victories of 19 and also victories of um, 22 as well. So, uh, Altamont picks up uh, the uh, W uh, for uh, them. And uh, just uh, overall, a good night of action with uh, Elam and Kata Miller leading the way. Eli Miller also in double figures as well. McMahon away was uh, close uh, there in the scoring column. But see Coach Nieberg making his way over here to the uh, broadcast booth. Uh, he's taking some uh, photos and uh, some 
photo ops for Coach Nieberge, so uh, we'll get him up here on the headsets here shortly, and we'll give the Dom a little bit to calculate the uh, stats. As um, I did have a score quickly update from uh, St. Anthony as they were starting off conference play, and they start off with a win, big winners over North Clay. 70-38 to 38 was the final score there at wow. the Inlow Center tonight. As uh, St. Anthony now 4-2, and two, and that was their first victory in the NTC. As uh, North Clay and St. Anthony, they always play those early uh, conference games. As I think it was their first conference game the last several years uh, for those two schools. Altamont's got a little bit until they uh, start uh, conference play. They'll quote me on when exactly uh, that date is, but that's actually going to be next week. There, I remembered it. It's the homecoming game against South Central uh, next week. So, uh, Coach Niebuhr is making his way over here, and we'll get him saddled on to the headsets here after uh, another dub. As we'll get him here, and uh, Coach, bring in here, and congratulations on uh, another win there. Thank you. Thank you. We'll take him again. Take anything we can get. And uh, the start of this one kind of was a little similar to the Nicomas game rather than the game in Cumberland. Uh, but you got off to that uh, big lead, capitalized on those turnovers. Vintage Altamont offense, they're turning those turnovers into points. Yeah, and that was one of the four points we had on the board was we've got to get points of our defense. Um, you know, sometimes it comes out of our half-court defense. Sometimes, sometimes it comes out of a press. Uh, tonight it was more half-court uh, than the press. Uh, so we got you got to find a way to get easy baskets. Uh, you know, Dylan Dylan knocked down some big threes. They were going underneath yeah. everything and hit some big threes in our you know in our half court offense. Um, so that first quarter kind of kind of stretched it out. Boys came and we went, we love protecting this uh, this court. Uh, and that was kind of our mantra tonight. Yeah, did a good job of that here tonight. But again, uh, offensively had uh, periods of uh, where it was uh, great. And then uh, periods where it started to uh, bog down uh, again here, so that's kind of keeps showing up for the yeah. third game. Yeah, these guys, these guys are still filling each other out a little bit. We're you know we're running a little bit of new stuff. But we're we're trying to integrate some old stuff so that they know and they can just kind of flow right into it. Um, they uh, they love the dribble drive. They but they you know you, you, at some point you got to be able to. In a half court set, you got to be able to run, run a, run some screens, run a guy off, of a, you know, a stagger or, or a down screen and stuff. Like that. So, you know, big games it usually comes down to half court. Honestly, the, the good teams kind of take you out of transition. Uh, so then you got to you got to come down. But I thought I thought we made some good reads early, uh, and then we we kind of got back to what we what we did last year a little bit. And then they give uh, Vandalia credit; they uh, bottled back there, and uh, they almost cut it down to. Uh, uh, Less than the double digits. I don't know if they quite got the deficit down to that much. I don't know how close. Was, I think it was nine. Yeah, I really do. I wanted to say it was. Yeah, I, I think I wasn't so. Sure, but uh, so they were they were coming back there, and the game was starting to get a little bit uh, tighter than maybe you would have wanted it to be. Yeah, um, the, the third quarter didn't start the hottest. Uh, we we, you know, I, I'm not again. I don't pep talk rah rah guy. You know, I don't. I'm obviously fiery, but yeah. you know, these guys got to get themselves ready to go and, and mentally tough at the beginning. Of the each half um we came out to start the game we didn't come out third quarter uh i didn't know whether to call timeout or you know just kind of let it run a little bit and see what these guys can you know early on you kind of see what they can handle um we're not obviously not as deep as what we normally are but uh 
we've been in the past. But uh, these guys, these guys handled it. They they made a little run, and then we got that five point play real quick. I think yeah. you know, uh, kind of stretched it back out. Right? Yeah, exactly. It was like just like they brought it back to nine. All of a sudden, again, it was uh, turnovers, and then all of a sudden, it was back to nineteen. And yeah, I'm like Alex, Alex read a read a yeah. pass, got a layup. Uh, so uh, we kind of. You know, in the second half, we were we were kind of looking for Caden Miller a little bit. You know, we thought we had an advantage down low, and uh, you know, he, he he makes he makes takes care of a lot of mistakes on the offense if he can just give him the ball and go score. Yeah, we've seen it through the first three games already uh, for him. We haven't talked about him yet, but I wanted to wait really here tonight. And, That's what you know. He's 18 points. Yeah, uh, here and he just does it so much and rebounds the basketball and always diving for the loose balls and whatnot as the as the post guy uh, there, and he showed up again big tonight as he has the first three games as well, or previous two games as yeah, well. Yeah, I don't – I hit 17, he had a double-double uh, against Cumberland. We yeah. had him down as four steals and, you know, five turnovers we didn't like, but, you know, <laughs> sure. uh, he's a coach. Any coach would, would be lying if they said they didn't want him on his team, you know, on their team because he could do about anything, 6'5", he can shoot it. He, he, he's not knocking down a three right now, but uh, he can go out there and stroke it a little bit. Uh, so when that part of this game comes, you know, we want him down low. He, he's not that he's not that tuxedo player that Coach Crawford used to call those big guys that like to play outside. <laughs> he wants to get down and dirty in the, in the trenches, and he'll, he'll bang with you. Uh, and He's got the body to do it. And he tried a couple of Yeah, he tried. He, he can shoot it in practice, man. He shoots it just as well as the guard, but uh, – you know, he's going to hit a big three here someday. <laughs> someday, and maybe that day will uh, come uh, soon enough. And, again, another 15-point uh, margin of victory uh, here tonight. So it's always good when you have the first three games and you've had multiple appearances by uh, some younger guys playing uh, in the fourth quarter uh, there. So that's always nice to have through the first part of the season. Yeah, if you can, you know, they, they work just as hard as everybody else in practice. Uh, they get beat up by the varsity team, especially this year. Yeah. So we, we can get them out there. Uh, you know, I thought Aiden McManway played a real good game too. You know, he, he's always the guy on the ball. He, he's probably he probably runs eight miles a game. You know, just yeah, just just and he, and he never plays he never plays bad. And uh, Alec and Caden Davis, they're going to get their shots going. And then you know, once we get once we get them guys really shooting with confidence, uh, you know. We'll, we got five guys that could score out there. Uh, you're three and zero now here on the young season, and now on a Tuesday you face a, a tough test uh, on the road, and the toughest test so far uh, of the season as you make the trip to Newton on on Tuesday. Yeah, uh, they're good. They're a good team. They beat Casey in the Cumberland tournament. Yep. Uh, Coach Beerman, you know, they does a good job. They got a bunch of seniors. They're, they run zone. They run man. They Wolf Kid and uh, uh, Caden, uh, I can't think of his last name. Nichols. Uh, Nichols. Uh, they're they're good basketball players. Yeah. I thought I thought their MVP of the Casey game was Gear. So yeah. uh, they they are a good team. They're going to look to make some noise in two A, and going yeah. there is not going to be make, make it even harder. So uh, um, we're going to have a tough test. We're going to have to come out ready to play a full thirty two. Well, we'll see what happens on a Tuesday, and we'll be ready for it. So. Uh, Coach, go ahead and enjoy this one again, and we'll talk to you again on Tuesday. Appreciate it, Coach, for uh, coming up and uh, joining us here on the uh, postgame after another victory there. 68-53, again, your final score, and uh, we'll get uh, Dominic uh, back in here, and we'll run through some stats, and we'll get out of here. All right, quickly, first for Vandalia as they fall here tonight, 68-53. 
two out to my Isaac Isaac Satchin. He was uh, four for eight from the field, one for one from three point range with eleven points. McCarty, he was uh, he played, but it was just one for two from the free throw line with one point. Stumball played, but did not score. Uh, Depew, he was two for three from the field, one for two. Brown three point range, two for three from the free throw line for four points. Uh, Andrew Casey was two for two from the field, over two from three point range with four points. Uh, Wade Brandon was two for five from the field, three for four from three point range with 13 points. Uh, Robbins was uh, he was uh, two two for seven, two for seven from the field, and one for two from uh, from three point range. He had and he was uh, four for. Uh, Four for eleven, excuse me. Four for eleven from the free throw line with the eleven points. Ian Whitehead, one for three from the field, two points. And Carter Robbins coming late. He was one for one from the field with two points. As a team, Vandellish was uh, six out of seventeen shooting for thirty-five percent. They were six of eight from the three-point range, seventy-five percent, and six for sixteen from the free throw line for thirty-seven and a half percent. For Alamon, Alec Yarhouse was one for one from the field, and he was one for four from three point range with five points. Davis was zero for one from the field and one for two from three point range with three points. Eli Miller four for eleven from the field and zero for three from three point range was four for four from the free throw line with twelve points. Uh, Dylan Neum he was three for five from the field, four for seven from three. He had eighteen points. Cade Melville, one for two from the field, and uh, one for two from the three throw line with three points. Aiden McManaway, two for five from the field, 0 for one from three point range, and five for eight from the free throw line with nine points. Caden Miller, big guy down low, nine for 12 from the field, 0 for two from three point range, and two for two from the free throw line with 18 points. Alderman has a team, 21 out of 39. For 53.8% from the field, 6 for 19 from three-point range for 31%, and 11 for 14 from free-throw line for 78% as they went here tonight over Vandalia, 68-53. Altamont quarters of 23, 16-12, and 17 for their 68, and Vandalia 10-11, 17-15 and for their 53. So that will do it for tonight's broadcast. Altamont a 3-0 and next broadcast here on Jack FM is the girls as they'll be at the Inlow Center to take on St. Anthony. We'll have coverage for you right here on Jack FM. And thanks to Derek Warren back at the studios for helping us getting on and off the air tonight. And for Dominic Daters, this is Travis Sparks. Have a great rest of your weekend, everybody. And we'll talk to you again on Monday. Now it's back to playing the music that we want here on Jack FM. Have a good night, everybody. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. 
Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PeakinInsurance.com. And in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637, and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.